Bangkok plans to be the Venice of the East once again. It is however ranked in the world number two as one of the best digital nomad cities. And lastly, don't flick your hair at people on the train. It's rude. We've been told. That's all coming up on today's Good Morning Thailand. Today's show is brought to you by Tiger Property. For all your real estate needs in Thailand, link in the description below. Hello and welcome to Good Morning Thailand. This show is brought to you by Natty Warisa. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. And I will be your host for today. My name is Jay. Welcome to Good Morning Thailand. You can skip to the part where we briefly. And occasionally talk about news <laughs> using the timestamps after the live video. As for now, I'd like to welcome all the live viewers, all the members. Thank you for joining us on this slightly bright Thursday morning. Natty, mm. you were out in a boot yesterday. Are you Canadian now? A boot? Yes. Canadian or Scottish? But you were out on an event yesterday. I was. So we've been talking about the Global Summit of Women 2022 for a while, and we all know that it starts today, actually 23rd to 25th. However, yesterday I got invited to the pre-summit tour at Icon Siam, and oh boy, was that a <laughs> feast for me! I was in Disneyland. Yeah. Jason was also slightly annoyed because I was dancing around <laughs> so much. He's like, "Can you stop that right now?" Yeah, you you were sending me clips, and it had really powerful like chariots of fire. Yes. Um, Instrumental music. Yeah, it was really how to call it. Some participants actually cried at the event because oh, really? it was just so overwhelmingly beautiful. Mm -hmm. The water fountains and all of that. So I'm gonna let Chai show some of the footage right now. Okay. There were about 100 delegates that joined the pre-summit tour yesterday, and luckily I had the opportunity to even have a little interview with Siam Piwat's CEO Kun Chada Tip herself. And I learned that one of the requirements when creating a brand for her is that whatever she builds, it needs to serve as a source of reputation and pride for Thailand. Mm -hmm. In other words, everything that she builds must not only be a landmark in Thailand, but rather a global destination itself. So I can't say Yam hosts tons of international events and they just don't just host an event they go really big and hard yeah. so yesterday there was a lovely traditional Thai dance parade to welcome the international guests to the building followed by a multimedia water feature show and then they were invited to the Suksayam area where all the amazing Thai food was presented there as a street food style and also had a mini floating market area indoors as well so I would say if you've never been to Thailand before and you kind of are not too fond of the heat seriously you can just go visit icon siam because that encompasses everything thailand right there but for me the number one absolute highlight was the icon craft when we went up to the fourth and fifth floor they had about 10 mini booths where participants can pick and choose whatever handcrafts they wanted to join in there were some jewelry making stations tie weaving stations painting stations but the two that i visited yesterday was the potpourri and the Thai kakatoon station. Can I just show you? So Chai, if you're still running the footage, you can stop it right there because I want to show you what I made yesterday from oh, the handcrafts. So this was from the potpourri station. This is actually something that I made when I was really young in, uh, in elementary school and I mm -hmm. completely forgot this old traditional handcraft. So what they do is they put potpourri in here and when you fan yourself, 
you can actually get the beautiful aroma that comes with this. What's a potpourri? Oh, it's like this lovely scent of dried uh, flowers. Okay. So these are scented flowers. Maybe we can even have, you can have a sniff and you can tell me how it smells like. Okay. Yeah. This, uh, so Good Morning Thailand has now become a crafts <laughs> Sorry, uh, show. Sorry, I get really excited when I talk about crafts like this. Okay. Wait, I need to smell it. Oh, smells good. Sure. It does smell very refreshing. Yeah. It smells like rose petals. You got it. Yeah. Yeah, there are rose petals in there. And yeah. the other station that now, I visited... There is now footage of me waving a purple rose-smelling <laughs> fan out in the feminine. internet forever. <laughs> and I also made this little keychain as well. Is that for me? Yes. Oh, hi, people on Facebook. Uh, I was just notified by the crew that we are now live on Facebook as well. So we went to Icon Sayam, or, or I did and Jason did, and we uh, made this little keychain as well. This is also a very Thai thing, very colorful, as you can see. Um, and yeah. you can now purchase this for 50,000 baht. Yes, because I made it. No. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. A lot, a lot. You, you got up to a quite, a, quite a bit yesterday. Yes. Uh, it is a three-day event, so you'll be going there again today and uh, on, on Saturday. Saturday. And we'll have a more detailed uh, video coming out later on Monday, Monday next week. Mm -hmm. uh, as for now, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into the top headlines of Thailand. Uh, that's why I gave you an early warning that you, you can use the timestamps and uh, skip to the part where we briefly talk about news. But not the live viewers, because they love the chat. You do. Come on. They do. All right. <laughs> Bangkok's planning to become the Venice of the East. Again. For regular viewers, uh, you might be well aware that I have spoken about this probably for about more than a year now. <laughs> but the new governor, uh, Khun Chachat, yesterday met with the Federation of Thai Industries uh, president to plan a grand project to turn the Hualampong Canal uh, into an example of the Venice of the East, an oft-mentioned nickname for Bangkok in the past. Mm -hmm. um, for those of you unaware, Bangkok used to be called the Venice of the East because of its use of canals. However, I don't think the canals were ever um, as beautiful as Venice itself, but <gasps> how dare you? Well, it does smell a little bit funny now. Yeah. 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 Oh well. How I, I feel like Bangkok needs to get away from this nickname. Why do they keep trying to push this Venice of the East kind of narrative? Bangkok is so beautiful in its own way. We've got our own beautiful Thai culture and all these uh, amazing things that people could see. Why don't we just be the Bangkok? of the east uh, the the bangkok yeah, yeah i agree we should be known as the bangkok of the east not anything else i totally agree i don't really particularly agree when they try to compare thailand to something else like even when we went to surat like some parts of it they call it like guilin Meng thai which is like guilin is a part of china mm -hmm. right that has a similar landscape but why do we have to say like this part looks like guilin no it looks like thailand it looks like suratani that's what mm. it looks like yeah Embrace, Embrace and accept yourself for who you are. Yes. Uh, but for now, Kunchachat has selected Hualampong Canal in the Klongtai district out of Bangkok's 1,126 canals. This first one um, has uh, been picked to kick off the project. Mm. We've got to start somewhere. Uh, the canal is about one kilometer long and uh, connects the Chao Phraya River. Uh, and the city chief says the canal will act as a model for other canal resurrections in Bangkok. It will be a very long project because, like I said, there are 1,126 canals in total. Uh, and we're starting with number one. Uh, 
but to realize the Venice of the East Stream, over 5,000 factories in Bangkok need to follow the new greener environmental policies. Mm-hmm. And uh, if we're being Uh, completely transparent and honest currently although city officials have promised better enforcement of canal polluters uh, there have been very few improvements and the rubbish uh, is still thrown and pumped into the clongs and if you see any uh, pictures of the clongs or videos on YouTube you will realize that you do not want to touch that water or accidentally fall into it because it is deadly toxic yes it's toxic um, so yeah, Nettie, what do you think about this project about cleaning up the canals? Well, I think cleaning up the canals, great. This whole Venice of the East, you know, making it a tourist spot. We can just have amazing, beautiful canals and it could be Bangkok canals. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, actually they do have a canal that was cleaned up specifically to make it into a more touristy area. It's called Klong Ong Ang. So if you've never been to that one, highly recommend beautiful place it has murals it has tons of street art even like there's magicians there's painters people who draw caricatures so i can only imagine that this new project is going to be something similar to that Mm -hmm. i love the concept i love anything artsy i love vibrancy where people can go and just hang out have a good time and also not to mention let's get rid of the not so nice smells in the canals because sometimes when I walk around the Hong San Zep, which is right next to um, the Asok area, in the morning when there were no, when there are no uh, how do you call it uh, boat taxis coming mm-hmm. through yet, oh boy, it's meows kind of nasty. Oh no! So yeah, let's take care of that. All right, yeah. uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've got some important news uh, regarding frauds. Now, mm-hmm. police have arrested a fraudulent Japanese restaurant owner at Suwano Pum Airport trying to flee the country after he uh, stole a lot of money from a lot of people in Thailand. Nati, you've got more news on this. Yeah, so yesterday the Thailand's CIB or Central Investigation Bureau arrested the owner of Daruma Sushi. Uh, it's a famous Japanese restaurant chain at Suwanapum Airport. And the owner, Kun Meita, returned to Thailand yesterday after having fled to Dubai on June 16th after he received over 500 complaints from unhappy customers and staff. Now, the police said Meita caused damages equating to more than 100 million baht. <laughs> I was so shocked that my voice also disappeared. <laughs> yeah. More than 100 million baht to customers and employees. Now, the story has it that uh, thousands of vouchers have been sold. They were e-vouchers for just 199 baht each, and it was allegedly reduced from 500 baht. And because the vouchers were so great in value, right? So people were buying tons of them. And after people bought many, many of them, Kunmeita decided to shut down all 27 Daruma Sushi restaurants and then fled the country. Mm. But luckily, the police uh, had were waiting for him at the airport and then they arrested him. Now, people might say that, you know, it's only 199 baht, just let it go. But because the deal was so good, some people even purchased the e-vouchers up to 200 baht. I, I mean, they purchased 2,000 of those vouchers. Mm. So that's a lot of money lost. 
and it was said that the e-vouchers were used instead of the paper ones because it was easier to kind of destroy the evidence so he knew what he was doing he knew that he was going to do some fraudulent acts so not too sure why people think that they can get away with such a huge crime i'm glad he didn't get away from it though and now he's captured and hopefully he will return the money to the people who actually lost money buying those e-vouchers i don't really understand if he stole a hundred million baht and fled to dubai why did he then decide to fly back i don't know maybe he's like oops i forgot some i don't know my pants and he just came back and got them i have no idea because he wasn't extradited he just no. decided to travel back yeah okay oh well uh well we're glad that this uh man is caught and hopefully all those people who lost a lot of money um can somehow hope find that money back to them mm-hmm yes all right you uh, didn't buy any vouchers did you I did not know. Okay, that's good. So, um, sometimes not knowing is good. Are you a fan of Japanese food? I mean, Thailand in general is obsessed with Japanese food. Obsessed. I love Japanese well, food. The world's obsessed with Japanese food, that but Thailand true. in particular. Yes. There are a lot of sushi restaurants, especially in the Asok area. Asok Nana is like a very vibrant Japanese restaurants culture people. Yeah, I think Prompong and Tongla area, that's where a lot of Japanese expats uh, reside. Okay. So there's tons of Japanese restaurants there. So look out for anything that is not Daruma Sushi and you'll get some good deals. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, a quick update before we go to the break. Expect more wind and rain in most of Thailand. Mm. Did you know, Natty, that the country's meteorological department announced that thunder showers uh, and storms are expected across the country today with isolated rains Ooh. and gusty winds? That's right. It's an, uh, I was going to name all the places, but there's quite, uh, quite a few places. It's north of Thailand, central of Thailand, and in the south of Thailand. Basically the entire country. So be careful out there, ladies and gentlemen, because the west coast of southern Thailand, especially uh, because of the thunder showers, will have very heavy rains, and the waves can actually be up to two meters long mm -hmm. um, during the thunderstorm and the showers. So Thailand's monsoon season has already started. Um, and it's wreaked havoc on parts of the country. Mm. Uh, you know, in Bangkok, we don't really get to realize this, but coastal areas uh, in particular. And yesterday's areas of Pattaya actually had serious damage and flooding. Um, glass panels knocked out by fierce winds. They fell from buildings. Several cars um, were damaged in central Pattaya. And uh, yeah, the floods are really affecting in certain areas as well. So be careful out there, ladies and gentlemen. It is the monsoon season. And um, yeah, stay dry. Gotta get those rain, book, rain boots out again. Rain like boots. It's them. the rain boots time. Yeah. And uh, with the monsoon season, I'm sure we're going to be having more stories and issues with flooding, even in Bangkok, coming mm -hmm. soon. Uh, but for now, we're going to take a quick break. Once we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about commuters f being told not to flick their hair on the train. You might find it funny, but there must be a reason behind it. As well as Bangkok, the number two world's destination for digital nomads. We'll be back right after this. Good Morning Thailand gets up to 80,000 viewers per week and we'd like to weaponize our audience for you. That's right, so if you have a business or property or even your house that you'd like to sell. Private yacht? Yeah, it could, we could be in space. I'm not sure about space. Well, all you have to do is contact us on info at the and you can hire us up to a day or even a week and we'll go to your property and do the show live. Good Morning Thailand coming your way. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're watching Good Morning Thailand, and I stand corrected. Uh, thank you, Scott Shellcross. Waves were at two meters high, not long. 
Thank you for that correction. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Why? You're watching Good Morning Thailand. That's yeah. Natty. Hi. Love the hair, Natty. I, I was trying to fix my hair because I saw myself in the thingy, yes. and there was like a lump here. in the thingy <laughs> yeah. in the in, laptop. In my mean. laptop, I when see. I see myself live chat, now it's sticking everywhere. But very oh well. nice. Well, for now, I would like to uh, thank Kay Jensen and Doug Prosser. Thank you for being Tiger members. We appreciate your support. Natty, say thank you. Oh, thank you. Sorry. I'm still looking at my hair. We appreciate all the members and all the support. Yes. As well as everyone watching us live. There's 321 people watching us live right now. Only 60 likes. Please click uh, the like button so we can buy some wax and oil for Natty's yes. hair. Also, hi to those watching us on Facebook yes. live. How many people are watching us on Facebook right now? 16 people. Oh, hi, 16 people. 16 people. <laughs> not bad. This is probably our first time. Is it our first time on Facebook Live? Yeah. Uh, no, no, it's not the first it's not? time. But this is the first time you're addressing the people. Oh, no. Yeah. So we've unknowingly we've neglected, been... Uh, we've neglected the live Facebook viewers. Shall we? That is oh, our fault. Well. It's okay. <laughs> we shall try to be a bit more respectful. Anyways, yes. for now, ladies and gentlemen, talking about Natty's hair, let's talk about people flicking hair on the train. What's all that about? Because commuters have been asked not to flick their hair on the BTS SkyTrain. Now, I thought that would... That didn't need to be said like i mean what's the point of telling people to flick their hair because why would you flick your hair at people in the train <laughs> but like every story there's a story okay so the bts skytrain operator is asking cooperation from commuters with long hair to refrain from flicking their hair because there is a danger that it will hit the faces of other commuters, especially during rush hours. Now, this announcement obviously has been made after several commuters filed complaints about passengers flipping their hairs on the train and on occasion accidentally hitting the faces, eyes or mouths of others. Yeah, that's pretty gross. Like, can you imagine someone flicking your their hair into your mouth while you're talking like, hello? Wait, but that doesn't make sense because we're supposed to be wearing masks. Yeah. So they were, so somebody was breaking the law. But it's still hitting someone's <laughs> face. Yeah. Not everyone's wearing face shields, but I've never experienced that before. I mean, I've been in a crowded train before. I, I've never experienced a lady just, or man with long hair, just <laughs> flick his hair into my face. I think that's because you're a mountain of a person and you're tall. So when people flick it, it probably just hits your chesticle areas. <laughs> Chesticle? Yes. What? <laughs> you mean my chest? Yes. What this is a area, chesticle? It's a chesticle. Is that, was that what it's really called or did you just make that up? <laughs> I made that up. Okay. Anyhow, so commuters with long hair, hear this out, this is weird, are recommended to hold the end of their hair when they enter or walk past other commuters to maintain a friendly atmosphere while using public transportation especially during rush hours where many people are forced to stand near each other and some passengers revealed that they have experienced someone's hair being inside their mouths. Oh no. What in the world is this news? It's quite interesting. But anyways, back in April, mm -hmm. the BTS SkyTrain has asked passengers to avoid crossing their legs while sitting on the train during rush hours. I'm pretty sure you remember that story. Yeah. And also bringing durians into the train is also not allowed. I don't know. This is a lot of, you know, things yeah. that people cannot do. I think it's probably better to tell people what they can do. So, like, you can stay in your own little personal space. So, I mean, with that rule said, people would hopefully not flick their hairs around or start, you I know, doing yeah. yoga. I wonder how many complaints need to be lodged 
for then the BTS to come out and make this part of the news. Yeah. I mean, there were probably a lot of leg crossers and a lot of people flicking their hair. What if they were flicking their hair and crossing their legs at the same time? I know it's crowded on a train, but you have to be ridiculously close to someone's back of their hair, you know, to like move and then get a face full of hair. Should we demonstrate? I can pull my hair down. (laughs) No, (laughs) No, we're good. Okay. Okay. Uh, So ladies and gentlemen, please be careful uh, if you have long hair. And if you don't have long hair, then just watch out. Mm -hmm. All right. As for now, let's talk about one of the main topics of today, which is regarding Bangkok comes in at number two in world's best digital nomad cities, 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 cities. A study by a UK-based company, uh, which is the Instant Group, has named Bangkok as the second uh, best city in the world to work as a digital nomad. Other Asian cities include Seoul, Kuala Lumpur, Singapore, and Hong Kong. No surprise there. The only city to beat Bangkok is, take a guess. Nee, the only, the only, who came at number one? Phuket. What no. are you talking about? So Bangkok was named, named as number two, okay, number which two in the world. T- and it's not Singapore? No. Shoot, Bali. It's Lisbon. What? In Portugal. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. And choosing the best cities for digital nomads, the instant group considered these factors. Affordability, uh, very good in Thailand. Weather, eh, currently not so much. Broadband speed, pretty decent. Uh, Scenery, very nice. Transport, depending on which part of Bangkok you, uh, sorry, in Thailand you live in. Uh, debatable. But yeah, Bangkok scored well in all these categories in general and uh, Thailand's main selling points uh, earned it the number two spot in the world. So uh, congratulations to Bangkok. Uh, It has more than 15,000 high-speed Wi-Fi spots. Uh, Its transport options are quite uh, decent. You've got the metro, you've got the SkyTrain, you've got the taxis in Bangkok other major cities if you're not in the major cities then good luck Mm -hmm. you know but uh, i guess digital nomads wouldn't necessarily choose to go and be in isan yeah but it was bangkok in general that was Mm -hmm. chosen so if you're in bangkok yes it's very friendly to digital nomads and uh, yeah the average cost for a night on an airbnb is 1174 baht quite affordable i would suggest Mm -hmm. but yes um it's still, uh, you know, even though Bangkok snagged second spot on the list, uh, seeking a legitimate visa that supports the digital nomad lifestyle has been notoriously difficult in Thailand. However, last month, the Thai cabinet announced some changes in the 10-year-long visa, and it's now more realistic and easier than ever. So the LTR visa is aimed at four groups, wealthy foreigners, retirees, working foreigners, and specialists. So uh, digital nomads can be classified as other working foreigners or specialists so if you're a specialist or a working foreigner you could be a digital nomad i guess i'm a digital nomad no you're not you're employed here full time what are you talking about <laughs> but i do see the appeal like bangkok is a great city to be in if you want to go high so you can go high so if you want to eat like locals you can eat like locals and use a lot more like a lot less money it's a really like there's an extreme range of what Thailand can offer so that's why good. do you hurt me like this Nati? Well, you want to be a digital nomad so much. <laughs> yeah, sounds cool. All right. I'm a nomad. Yeah, yay, but a digital nomad yay. But yes, uh, anyways um, to be a digital nomad uh, you must have an employment or service contract with a Thai or a foreign company They must be able to provide proof of five years experience in the relevant industry 
I do qualify to be a digital nomad. But yes, the cabinet also announced that they will halve the one-time fee for the LTR visa from 100,000 baht to 50,000 baht. That's pretty cool. So if you have a contract and proof of five years of a work experience, it is a pretty sweet deal that gets you a visa in Thailand for up to 10 years. So you still believe if you're, you're a, digital, a digital nomad. Yeah, if you're a digital <laughs> nomad out there, like me, <laughs> I qualify for one. I might not actually be one. But if you're actually a digital nomad, consider Bangkok as one of the best cities in the world to live and work in. It's number two. two. As for now, mm-hmm. we're going to end with a funny story. A more light-hearted story, Natty. Are you ready? I am very ready. Guess what? Uh, energy prices have been going up. You know, mm-hmm. people might be noticing that the electricity bill might have increased. Mm-hmm. Uh, in general, things just cost more due to inflation, bad economy. Uh, well, the Department of Alternative Energy development and efficiency it's got a solution for your rising energy prices tell me more do you cook at home Nettie? no but if you did cook at home (laughs) (laughs) guess what don't use gas okay because there's a guy gas hike right now Mm -hmm. so the energy ministry has come out and said don't use gas use a charcoal stove for cooking instead oh that was the suggestion that was the help if prices are too high and you know your electric stove or your gas stove is too expensive uh-huh. use a charcoal stove see this is where this potpourri fan comes in handy because you have to i mean those charcoal things you have to kind of wave wave the fan around like this is a very thai traditional way of cooking Wow, I just smelled rose petals. Yeah. Uh, the department's official Facebook page yesterday uploaded a picture of a stove with a caption saying, a charcoal stove is durable. It helps saves money and uses <laughs> less charcoal and offers a lot of heat. Oh, okay. Dear. Well, the stove in the picture uh, actually got a lot of flack on Facebook because people were like, what the hell, man? Yeah. Like, the problem is the rise in energy prices. Mm-hmm. Instead of addressing that and reducing that, you're giving me options like use a charcoal stove. And yeah, people were quite furious because one said this is a kindergarten project Mm -hmm. because the stove is actually built by the energy ministry. Yeah. For reals. Okay. Yes. The ones that they were trying to say, like, use the the one we invented. I mean, it does save you about 600 baht uh, over the year. Uh So it is cheaper. Uh But I don't think people are going crazy for 600 baht, (laughs) you know? Uh, so, so these are some of the comments from uh, Thai citizens around Thailand. Uh, mm-hmm. Some people said, wow, th- what a kindergarten project mm-hmm. regarding the charcoal stove. Uh, please do something that looks like a government official. Okay. Uh, another comment included, the officers from energy ministry should try it first before, you know. Fair point. Yeah, they were trying to make the point. Do you actually use mm-hmm. charcoal stoves at home? Um, and then they also said, should I go into the woods and start picking up some wood sticks? Yes, let's set a fire in my condominium. <laughs> that, yeah. wouldn't, that wouldn't be very appropriate if you did try to use a charcoal stove and try explaining that to your landlord. <laughs> and uh, why do we have to pay tax to hire these people? <laughs> Those are some of the strong comments made against the energy ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yes, gas prices have increased dramatically, ladies and gentlemen, from April to June this year, and the price of a 15 kilogram gas cylinder climbed from 363 baht, sorry, from 318 to 363 baht per cylinder. Mm. The Energy Policy Administration Committee uh, 
a committee announced on June 15 that the price of gas will further increase starting in July oh no. uh, by one baht per kilogram and 15 kilograms cooking gas cylinder would cost 378 baht. So it, it will so it increased from 318 to 363 and in July it will start costing 378 and in August the price is to be increased again by 15 baht making the cost of a 15 kilogram uh, cooking gas cylinder to 393 so that is a crazy crazy increase and guess what it doesn't end there later on after august comes september and in september it's expected to increase once again by 15 baht to, to 408 baht wow so we're gonna all get skinny because nobody can cook anymore i guess <laughs> uh, using charcoal cylinders charcoal. will only take you uh, uh a fair way but maybe perhaps they need to find a better and more a plausible solution to this energy price hike right i mean i think people in general understand the need to increase the price of things but what people can't tolerate is the lack of consideration or just kind of taking the piss out of the situation you know like mm. oh you're complaining here here's a solution and then you kind of give like a half-baked solution like obviously that's not a real solution you can justify why the prices are going up nicely in an adult fashion people can understand that i think that's more what people are outraged about like why aren't you taking this a little bit more seriously yes mm. maybe more transparency yeah uh give us some statistics you know sit let's have a educated conversation yeah, on exactly you know even if it can't be reduced let us know why it can't be reduced yeah. um you know sometimes people can't control the rise of prices it is mm. what it is but yeah giving a solution that will infuriate the people mm. perhaps doesn't help I'm sure in their minds they were trying to help and do the right thing, but it's completely backfired, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, let us know your feedback on this story, on any of the stories we've spoken about today, so that we can address it, because guess what? The voice of God has been listening, no. rather watching your comments, and uh, she will address it right after this break. back ladies and gentlemen i am natty that's jay and yes. the voice of god b b before oh. i hand it over to the voice oh, of god sorry i got <laughs> i got stuck on this one comment just before we came out of the break which says billy billy says jay is very telegenic i just wish he'd quit with the ladies and gentlemen shtick is it a shtick mm, i thought it was just a nice way to address you people yeah yeah what should I say? Lads and girls. <laughs> Boys and girls? Hey, guys. Hey, guys. All right. Uh, thank Dudes. you, Billy. I will try to take it into consideration on how I can uh, start my segments. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Larry actually kept track of how many times you said it in the entire show. Oh, really? Twelve times. Did I really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. He just kept updating the chat and then it got people curious, like, what are you doing? And twelve like, oh, times? Yeah. Okay, then there's, there's definitely something wrong if I've said it twelve times. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thank you for that, Larry. 
Okay, when you guys were talking about Venice of the East, were you talking about the canals of Thailand? Yes. Okay, so Rusty Graves said Venice is actually as smelly as Bangkok. <laughs> Paul Henry Henry also said Venice canals are not beautiful. Actually, a lot of people in the chat were agreeing that the, the canals in Venice are not actually, they don't actually smell good. Maybe that's why it looks good, they're but called... Venice of the East because they both smell and look the same. Oh, I no. don't know. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, but, but yes, uh, I, I've actually heard a lot about this too. Maybe we should just uh, go to Venice. No, <laughs> oh. but uh, yeah, we, Venice isn't as dreamy as it used to be. Mm. But uh, yeah, I, but what what do the viewers think? Should Bangkok's canals just be called Bangkok's canals? Why do we have to compare this to any other country in the world? You yeah, know, that's what Wayne Hodgins said, actually. Spot on, guys. Thailand is a beautiful country and Bangkok is Bangkok. It's heaps better than Venice, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah, I agree, because Thailand has a lot of rich culture, rich tradition, even with the canals itself. That's a history in itself. You know, back in the day, Thailand's main transportation was through the canals. Mm. So instead of calling just Bangkok canals, you can have the names of the canals, like that each, um, how do you call it, the soys of the streams come together. They can have their own names. I don't know. That's but just there'll a, be like a thousand names. But that's so cute. <laughs> so you can go like, hey, meet me at the... Jay is not a digital nomad, Klong Canal. And then we'll be like, ah, oh, that one, oh, yeah, so the one the here. 365 out of 1,000 <laughs> canals, sure, <Yeah>. Natty. <laughs> That's why you give them names. Anyways, okay. yes. Oh, Luca said, uh, ask, maybe fix the sewage system first. And then Ian Wallace from Facebook said, to, it's better to clean the Klongs first. Mm. Yeah, mm. you probably want to clean the Klongs before people start walking along the canals or not, yeah. then you might faint. Yeah, the Snives, our member said, you would need to train ties not to pollute the canals. Not pollute? Pollute the, the canals, That's yeah. True. Uh, That's true. Ties as in the people living on the canals? The living, no, no. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess, or like just in general, because like there's so much uh, litters. Oh, uh, yes. I mean, li yeah, we have a littering problem, but I've never personally seen someone just throw like a bottle in there, but it's coming from somewhere. I have. Oh, have you? Yeah. Okay. That's why I addressed it yesterday. Like, we need to be educated from young yeah. that, you know, public spaces are your places too. Don't just think, oh, it's not my house, therefore I can just trash it. Right? Yeah. Like, you have to take care of public spaces just as well as you do your own home. Yeah. Um, I, I, think, I think both ways, Andy. It's a very good point. Educate people to be a bit more responsible. And also, I think the... the bank, this, this could be one of the tasks of the Bangkok governors to improve, you know... Uh, adding more dustbins I was everywhere. thinking the same thing that was gonna be my second point like normally yeah. you, you go to certain places like certain cities they're extremely clean because you don't even have to consider where you're gonna throw it every 50 meters there's a bin so you, so you know you, you're not gonna throw it on the ground True. because I'm like oh, I'm, I'm gonna do the right thing it's gonna be right there anyways mm -hmm. I'm gonna throw it there and maybe that helps people uh, because yeah I agree. Well, the reasons why the trash cans were removed from Bangkok, I think this was close to 10 years now, was because some naughty man put a bomb inside one of those trash cans and it exploded, like the public trash cans, and it hurt a couple people. So they thought like, hmm, how can we combat that? 
I know, let's remove all the trash cans in the whole entire country. So now there are no public trash cans anymore. Oh, and the, that's why littering is much easier because they could just, there's no access to trash bins. Exactly. Yeah. The only trash bins that I do see are in front of 7 Eleven. So now 7 Eleven is taking all the burden of the trash mm. in the country to, you know, kind of clean it up. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, there's, there's no. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Anyhow. I, I think, like, they could just. Put back the trash cans, but it's like clear, you know. Yeah. You can see everything in the inside because yeah. it's usually like covered up. But anyways, um, PG Santa said that train training is the word train is a little bit like weird. We should just say educate. Uh, and okay, yeah. thank so you. So when you guys talked about the monsoon season, how it's flooding Thailand, uh, Darm once said that it's been two days and in Rayong, like it's been raining. Mm. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Um, the flipping hair on the BTS Skytrain <laughs> topic. Bootney66, this was not even about the flipping hair in the BTS Skytrain, but Bootney66 said, let your hair down, Natty. Oh, yeah, it, there's weird lumps on my head. I didn't do my hair well today, oh well. Alfred Jr. from Facebook said, Natty is having a bad hair day. <laughs> it's true, it's true though. <laughs> okay. Mandalik S. Rao said, if the hair is smelling good, then maybe it's not a problem. Uh, Mackie, our member, said they could make long hair people wear a helmet. <laughs> it's those kind of weird <laughs> rules, you know. Like. I like your suggestion. I mean, yeah, if you do flip your hair and you get a nice smell of, I don't know, herbal essence or Pantene Pro-V, mm. it could even turn up to be an ad. Who yeah. knows? Oh, that's such a good ad. That's an opportunity. It's yeah. an opportunity. It's like you know, make 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 fun of the new uh, rule. Be like, Pantene Pro V. You can flick your hair as long as it smells good using Pantene Pro V. And then everybody in the train's like awake, like wow, that was a nice scent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chiang Mike, our member said, "Yikes, maybe this law is for preschoolers on the BTS train." <laughs> I don't know why. Um, but You'd while you surprised. guys were discussing about this. Agent M. Martz said, Natty is back on focus and looking more energetic like never before. Ah, I always true. love the combination of hashtag JNatty2022. JNatty2022. What a right. worthy combination of blended talents. Oh, thank you. Hey, can I do a gesture? Okay. Hashtag JNatty2022. Hey! Oh, that works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Oluka said the fact that hair flicking even became an issue addressed by anyone in the Thai government speaks volumes. Mm. And then Barry Wilson said B the BTS should concentrate on getting the lifts working, not mm. trivial stuff like hair. Nah. Yeah. There were issues with the lifts before, right? Yes. You know that uh, wheelchair video that I did? Um, the lifts were locked. You had to phone someone to come and open up the lifts. And mm. also one of the elevators didn't work so that's not uh, good for people you were, with you actually dropped off on the other side of yes. the road and then you had to zebra across your way yeah, zebra while not, roll myself. not hit any cars because people was not even stopping for no, you at the time i thought like i'm gonna get an easy pass man because i'm i'm in a wheelchair but everybody's like nope we don't care if you're in a wheelchair or pregnant or being disabled mm. we're gonna drive on yeah oh, well uh when you guys talked about bangkok being number two what Digital Nomad City. Oh. Well, PG Santa said that the list is worthless unless they consider the visa situation. Ah, I see. Yeah, visas are a bit troublesome, I guess. Cost 50,000 baht. 
there's already a visa for digital nomads, right? Yes, I mean, we spoke about it a little bit, the LTR. Mm. But, I mean, look, it's, it's own, it applies to specialists, and yes, it is, I don't know. I mean, to be honest, it is what it is. What are you going to do, you know? Yeah. I mean, should, should there be a better option? Absolutely. But is there? No. Thailand Heron said, Jay doesn't qualify if he reads the small print. <laughs> you don't qualify as a digital nomad. Why? You have to read the small print and asterisks. Okay. Suan Chim said, I used to think a digital nomad uh, lived the perfect life. Now I'm not so sure. It's hard to focus on both work and leisure. And there are also home responsibilities like childcare and aging parents, etc. <laughs> yeah. Five euros from Franco7 <laughs> for Natty's bad hair day. Jay, buy her a comb. <laughs> oh no, is it that bad? <laughs> Thank you very much, Thank Franco. <laughs> I shall. Uh, d we shall definitely invest in a comb. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm for sorry Natalie. for my bad hair day. As for the suggestion to use a charcoal stove for cooking, uh, David Boston said nothing more green than a charcoal cooker. And Gunnar Horpstad asked charcoal in the 15th floor. <laughs> and Rit said this isn't the Stone Age, and Tech symbol said pollution. Mm. Uh, Sadish Kumar said it could have been a much better suggestion had he asked the people to use induction stoves. Mm. It's clean and the most effective way of heating. And then Gordon Harriet from Facebook said charcoal is not cheap and it's a lot of work. Yeah, not to mention it. It gives off a very like a very strong smell. Like when you wave it around, there's a lot of smoke. Yeah, I don't mm. think it's even good to inhale it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay, but yeah, that, that <laughs> is it. Well, yeah. Franco7 further says, maybe an official The Tiger comb for all. <laughs> Sharing combs. That's not, I don't, I don't, I don't, that's I don't preferably that not, Franco. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay, not. if you had a choice yes. between sharing combs with people in the office or getting hit by somebody flicking their hair on the BTS five times, which one would you choose? Preferably neither. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but you what? must choose. Getting hit five times? Yeah, by rando, by randos. Whereas it, you share the office with these well, people. I have, I have very little hair, so I mean... <laughs> I guess I don't mind using combs. the comb ones. Combs yeah. for all. Thank you for the suggestion. Okay. All right. Um, PG Santa asked if we have any update on when we will do something with Bangkok Community Help. Mm. Oh, yes. Uh, so actually, we have already been in contact with Greg. I believe uh, Greg and Friso were on... Uh, um, GMT, GMT I week. think, last week. Yeah. Uh, so I've already been in contact with Greg. Uh, they do hold an meeting or event once a month and what's going to happen is that we're going to go to these communities and help the children out with life bags we're also gonna uh, help with activities I can actually uh, and I, yes today we're actually planning to do a tiger unfiltered so ladies and gentlemen if you can join us at about 2 30 or 3 p.m. we're gonna do a tiger unfiltered where I can give you more details on uh, uh, on the Bangkok community help fund and how we're going to be uh, taking part in that event. Yes, but we've already been in contact and I've already uh, told Greg that uh, the next time he goes out, we're gonna go with him and we're gonna bring a film crew with us and shoot the event and let, let you know 
uh, how exactly the situation is and what we're getting up to. Mm. Okay. <coughs> that is it. Yay! All right, ladies and gentlemen, we hope that you've enjoyed the show thus far. And uh, as for now, I'd like to say thank you, Nettie. Thank you very much, Jay. Thank you, Carmel. Thank, thank you, you, Shy, behind the buttons. And uh, thank you to all the viewers. If you have enjoyed the show, uh, almost 400 people watching, please click the like button. It really does help us with the algorithm and sharing the video to um, future Tiger members. And Larry's and still Tiger counting. Family members. Larry Have says 13. Oh, no. Larry, stop it. You've made me self-conscious. Uh, okay, I've got to ban myself from saying the word L and G okay. for the next episode. Tomorrow's Friday, so it'll be a bit more Lumberjack Friday fun episode. I'm going to try to not say... Ladies, oh yeah, I'm going to try to not say <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to try to find a more creative way to address you. As for now, I'd like to say thank you for everyone watching. Have a great Thursday, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.